Greetings and welcome back to another ongoing series of Shurim and Dafyomi. My name is Yitzchak Shalom. We're now on Masachet Pesachim, Daflamid Hamur Aleph, about to take a look at the fifth Mishnah and this the second Barak, uh, in which we're going to take a look at the different kinds of uh, grains and statuses that can be used for Matzah. There is some interesting discussion about the identity of some of these. Chitim is wheat. Sorim is barley. Uh, the rest of them seem to be either uh, rice wheat and, and uh, double pearled barley and uh, rice barley, or uh, perhaps spelt. Um, in any case, there are the five grains that are essentially uh, wheat, barley, and some subsets. So that's a familiar list to us from Brachot and Shabbat and Eruvin of those things that are borderline acceptable. Uh, Demai will go through all of them <coughs> in the Gemara. And Chachamim, Hakonim, Bechala, Uvichuma, Hakonim may use those things that they're allowed to eat for Matzah. We'll see why we would think that isn't the case. Avalo, and here's the opposite said, Tevel, without list again. Now, the last point here is Chalotak Toda, Ukekein Nazir. That's loaves that you baked that are needed for Korbanot. Asa'am latzmo, and they include matzah. Asa'am latzmo, if you made them for your own use, then in Yotzebah, and you cannot use them for matzah. Asa'am them korbashuk, but if you made them to sell to other people who might, uh, Nazir might be coming along, then Yotzebah, and you could use them for your own matzah. Pesach. All right. Tana. Kusmin min chitim. So kusmin is a subset of wheat. Shibol chuab shifon. The other two are min seorin. Uh, kusmin is called guba. Shifon is dishra. Shibol chuab. Shvile Ta'ala. It doesn't really give us an identity about what these things are. So, honey, in, but oras v'dochan, lo, but rice and millet don't go in the list. I mean, they're not called grains, they're called grasses. I mean, honey, mealy, how do we know? So, we have three different sources. Meaning, chametz and matzah are two sides of the same coin. Therefore, only things that can become chametz, you could use as matzah. If you let rice or millet try to rise, it just becomes fetid, but not rising. Now, this is not for famous opinion, he holds that rice really is a grain. And then, of course, you could use it for matzah, <coughs> and you would have to make a motzi and perkat mazon on it. Now, what does karov lachmitz mean? Karov lachmitz meaning the karov lachmitz, it rises quicker. Odum karov lachmitz meaning chametz gamor lohave, meaning it's kind of chametz, but not really. So karov can go in either way, in two very extreme, uh, extremely different approaches. So Toshman, Tan, Rav Yochum Menuri, Oiz Min Dagan Hu, Chayvin Al Chimutzok Karet. You are Chayav. David says, "Vedo Chirotov Matzah." And you could use it for matzah. Then Rav Yochum Menuri Omer, Kramit Chayav Bechala. My Kramit, what's that? A Rabbiye Shitznita. My Shitznita. So we don't know what that means. My Papa Shitznita Mishtakcha Beni Kalnita. So perhaps it's some sort of a grass. The point is that Rav Yochum Menuri here clearly says, not only are you Chayav. Karet for eating it, but you could use it for matzah, which means karov lachmitz means it's quick chametz, not that it's close to chametz. So let's say you used what we call me perot. Instead of water, you used wine or oil or honey in order to knead the dough. 
rises, that's not called So these two students of Rav were sitting in front of Rav, Rav Yiravin. Yiravin and he was nodding off. So one said to the other, Why does Rosh Lakish say that if you use other liquids besides water, that it's not being chametz, amrlei, damakra, lotochal of chametz, etc. Meaning, flipping the direction here. Not to say that what what defines matzah is that which can become chametz, but rather what defines chametz is that which can be used for matzah. You can't use dough that was mixed with wine or oil or honey instead of water as matzah. Why not matzah ashira? It's called Matzah Ashira is really puffy. So we're using this in the opposite direction. Eight, we're going to be sure our papa. So the discussion is still taking place. Rabbi Debar is still dozing off. So he challenged him and said, So we have a particular case, the Brita, where if you smash something and you, and you kind of pushed it down and you end up swallowing it, if it's chametz, you have karet. But if it's matzah, you're not yotze, which means that the equation is not there. Here, even though you can't use it for matzah, you still chayav karet. So therefore, it could be that you be chayav karet for made peirot, even though you can't use it for matzah. Oh, while this is going on, he woke up. You kids, I knew Tama the Rishlakish reason is very different. simply because. Wine and oil, etc., are called me pirot, me pirot and machmitzin. That's not called chimutz, the whatever process they make, only with water. Okay, the Mishnah gave us our familiar list of Dmai and Masarishan, etc. So, Dmai, let's just go through this quickly because, again, we've seen it in each of the last three Masachdot. You're not allowed to eat Dmai, so how can we yotze matzah Dmai? Because if you wanted to, you could disown everything that you have a familiar trope on Pesach, and as a poor person, you're allowed to eat mine. Hashlami chazilei. So you, so therefore, matzah is fit for you of mine, even if you didn't uh, disown everything. Didn't We have the Mishnah in Peah. Machilin atzayin demai. Machilin atzayin demai. Machilin demai. Vuna atzayin b'shamay omrim. Ein machilin atzayin demai. Machilin atzayin demai. Machilin. Right. We see this again. What's that? So Pita, if you separated Master Rishon and then the Levi took the Truma from that and gave it to the Kohen, so obviously it's fit. It's fine. Here's what happened. The Levi met the owner out in the field and took his Master there. And not men of Master. He took off the 10% of his Master to give to the Kohen. But not men of Truma Gadol. was never taken from us. If you have such a case, you do not need to take Trumagadola at all from that section, the part that you gave them the master from. Shinemar, because the Pasuk about what the Levim are obligated to give to the Kohanim is, you have to take from the Maser, Maser mina Maser. What's the deal? You, the lady, only have to give one tenth of what you got. To the coin. You don't have to take two different gifts. So I'm a papa So papa says, if the lady gets to the Cree, meaning after it's in the granary, before the coin gets there and gets his Maser Rishon, is it also exempt from Truma Gadola? I'm a 
Regarding that, the Pasuk says you have to give truma from everything, meaning it's not exempt. Maraitis, or Papa says, why do you distinguish? He answers, because out in the field it's not yet called corn. Once it's in the granary, it's already in process, and now all the obligations kick into it. Okay, Master Shane Hektish in Ekdishan Again, again, Pshita, it's obvious that if you redeem Master Shane or Hektish, that it's, um, that it's valid. So, you already gave the value, but you didn't give the extra fifth that you have to give when you redeem your own. Kamash London, Chomesh Makev, teaching you that the Chomesh is not indispensable. Um, maybe we would think that matzah has to be something that all people could eat. Meaning, I can't eat matzah that you're not allowed to eat. And therefore, if, as a Kohen, eating truma, a non-Kohen can't eat it, it might be an invalid. That the Torah uses the word matzot um, several times to tell us that that we're expansive about what we allow. Even matzah that you can eat and I can't eat, you can you can use it. The flip side is That means even if it's tabel durabanan, for instance, you planted it in a sealed potted plant, uh, pot, uh, planter, where the chiyuv trumot is only durabanan, nonetheless, you cannot use it. We're talking about a case where the levy got the grain ahead of the Kohen in the granary. I might think that our Papa's point is well taken, that even at that point there's no So the answer is that Rabbi was right to answer that at that point the obligations are all kick in. It has to be that we're redeemed. Otherwise there's no point in saying you can't use them. They weren't properly redeemed. You use the slug where the value is the metal, but there's no there's no mint on the coin. The Torah says that what you do to redeem is you put on money and bring the money to Yushalayim. literally means you bind the money up, put the silver tied up. But the drasha is the rasha is It has to be a coin that has an imprint on it, mint. And Hekdesh shechilu al gabei karka. Hekdesh he might have redeemed it on land. Rachman Amar ben Atana Kesef Akamlo. From this pasuk that doesn't exist, it's a combination of several pasukim. But the point is, you cannot redeem Hekdesh on karka. Tanarban Yechol Yotzei Dami Nechavato B'Tevel Shelo Nitkan. I might think you could use Tevel. So Kol Tevel Nami Halo Nitkan. All Tevel is not fixed. Why Tevel Shelo Nitkan is a redundant phrase. Halo B'Tevel Shelo Nitkan Kol Tzarko. I might think you could use Tevel. It's not fully fixed. Meaning something wasn't taken. How do I know that even if there's one gift not taken from it, that I can't use it? Meaning, the prohibition, the, the mitzvah of matzah has to be something where the only thing that would get in the way would have been chametz. Meaning that here you have something which is asur to you, not only because it's chametz, but also because it's tevel. And therefore, since as chametz, it's not only chametz, therefore it cannot play the role of matzah. And so again, matzah and chametz have this symbiotic relationship. So the question is, what happened to the sort of chametz of this stuff that's also tevel? Says, which means this grain, before you made it chametz, was still tevel. You never fixed it. 
which means, or you didn't take Master Shani or whatever gift you didn't take, it's still Tevel. And therefore, when later became Chametz on Pesach, Eni Sechal Isur, which means it's still just Tevel. Tanya Rabbi Shimon Omer, this is a famous piece. Ha'ochel nevelah b'yom ha'kippurin patur. If an animal drops dead before Yom Kippur, and then you ate it on Yom Kippur, you're patur because the animal was already asur before Yom Kippur started. You don't need to go that far, and you can say that that opinion really is Rabbanan. It's not that it's not asur as chametz, it's that if it's chametz plus, and to be, mat, to be proper matzah has to be something that were it chametz, that would be the only problem. It has two different isurim. Not just Rabbi Shimon, Rabbi Shimon would certainly agree there are two Yisurim here. But the Torah doesn't say Chametz Bovad. Rav Sheshit is right that really this is only Rabbi Shimon's opinion based on the notion that any Yisur Chal Al Yisur. I might think that if you go to Shalayim, which is a really good place to be for the Seder because you have to be there for the Korban Pesach, that you could use Maaser Sheni grain and make your matzah out of it. Lomar lechem oni. The Torah says it has to be poor man's bread. That's your matzah. Mashenachal ba'aninut. And now there's a drasha play on the word ani with an ayin, with oni with with an aleph, which is morning. Something you could eat when you're morning. says after all master sheni, as we know from vidui master, the lachalti ve'oni menu cannot be eaten when you're avel. And matzah has to be the sort of thing that you could eat when you're an avel because it's lechem oni. <laughs> Torah says matzot several times, expanding, and says you could use it. So then why is it lechamoni? Because Rebbe says you could use master sheni grains. Probably lechamoni is to exclude matzashir, as we saw before, something that's made with this tasty kind of liquids that gives it a, a, a almost a pastry feel. My Rebekiva, why does Rebekiva say what he does? Miktiv lechem oni. It doesn't say lechem oni with a vav, but aniktiv. It's written like poor man. So we don't read it that way. Oni karina. We read it oni. Of course, that's with an ay instead of an aleph. Rebekiva says, Haide karina be oni. The reason we say it oni is because he says the word oni there is not poverty and certainly not mourning, but rather it's a play on the word la'anot. It's the bread over which you Discuss things. That's the Haggadah. We'll get to that in the 10th paragraph. Wait a second. Does Rebbe really hold that May Perot, the matzah, can't be used? Rebbe Brighton says, you're not allowed to knead dough with those things on Pesach. If you did it, Rebbe says, you have to burn it up right away because it's a You can eat it quickly. I spent Shabbat uh, Pesach with my two teachers. I needed bread like that. They didn't say anything to me. So even though you're really not allowed to need it that way, you can kind of sprinkle it on. Okay, so that's fitting the Tanakama. But Rabbi Kiva seems to be opinion you're allowed to do that. If you're allowed to do it, that means that it's not a problem with chametz. Okay? So now, if you're allowed to use it for kneading, then you're allowed to sprinkle it on, and if not, not. Everybody agrees that you're not allowed to use lukewarm water. 
Lokash of Yom Tov Rishon have a Yom Tov Sheni. So here it's not really an issue of Chameh, it's an issue of, of, uh, of Yom Tov. Can I'm going to have Yeshua with me? Yom Akamalotalushuli Bechelba. Don't use um, milk to, uh, to make the, the dough. Afterwards you can. Meaning on the first day you need Matzot and really Lachamoni. Afterwards you don't. We have a separate problem. You're never allowed to make dough with milk. Because you might make a meat sandwich and use it with that bread. So you're not allowed to make dairy bread. What he meant was not milk, but rather honey. The first day, don't make it with honey. But afterwards, you can make it with honey because it's not a problem. No, no, no more requirement of lachamoni. We can go back to the milk answer. If you make it in a kind of a weird shape, it's okay. So here also, if you make it in a weird shape, it's okay because you recognize it as special bread and we'll make sure not to eat it with meat. Okay, we're going to pick it up in the middle of this discussion in the next podcast. In the meantime, everybody should have a wonderful day.